0: hey welcome to pro football ireland a little bonus podcast for you on this tuesday morning the Denver broncos announced on monday that they were firing head coach nathaniel hackett now i know a lot of people will think oh okay well this is not surprising but it's still interesting in terms of the timing and the decision in terms of when they wanted to do it um but no it's, it's all good it's all good it's 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 interesting in terms of how they're going to go forward. And in this mini-podcast, I'm going to talk to Nick and the guy that previously played with the Broncos, guy that's very, very well in with the media in Denver. He's been on radio. He does multiple post-game shows as well with the Broncos. So excited to hear what Nick has to say. In terms of what the Broncos said, uh, this owner and CEO, Greg Paner, said on Monday, on behalf of our ownership and organization, I want to thank Nathaniel Hackett for his dedication as head coach at the Broncos. We sincerely appreciate Nathaniel's efforts and wish him and his family all the best in the future. Following extensive conversations with George and the group for ownership, we've determined a new direction would ultimately be in the best interest of the team. This change was made now out of respect for everyone involved and it allows us to immediately begin the search. For a new head coach we recognize and appreciate the organization's championship history and we understand that we have not met that standard our fans deserve much better and i can't say enough about their loyalty during such a challenging stretch for the team moving forward we will carefully evaluate every aspect of the football operations and make whatever changes are necessary to restore this franchise's winning tradition i will lead the head coaching search with support from our ownership group and george whom i have confidence in as our next gm As we begin the process of selecting our next head coach, we remain focused on playing competitive football to finish the season on a positive note. So the Broncos have two games left in the season, folks. They got blown out against the Rams on Christmas Day. I mean, my God, that wasn't a great game for a neutral. Never mind if you were a fan of either team. If you're a Rams fan, you're probably happy enough. Um, The really interesting point here is the owner is going to lead the search. And that's why, as a Broncos fan, I find that intriguing. But I also find the timing of this intriguing. I really expected Hackett to be fired if they lost in London. I can understand why they kept him at that point, obviously after winning in week 10, week 11. But then they lost multiple games in a row. And I think week 14, week 15 would have been the time to do this. And that's why now is such an intriguing point to talk to Nick Ferguson, our guest, about this. A little bonus episode of Pro Football Ireland. On your Tuesday morning, uh, Michael Laquia, delighted to be joined by former Denver Bronco, current Denver Radio media host, among many other things. Delighted to be joined by by Nick Ferguson. Nick, uh, thank you very much for coming on uh, and what has been a crazy day for uh, Broncos fans.
1: Yeah, man, it it has been a crazy day. And as you can imagine, it is uh, really crazy here in the Mile High City because this was news that we all thought was coming down the pike. But we didn't know exactly when and uh, if it was going to happen. So uh, after the debacle, that's the only thing that we can call it, on Christmas Day, uh, the Broncos losing to the Rams 51-14. I guess that was the, the final straw. And Greg Penner and the Walton family felt as though they had to move into action. So Coach Hackett was relieved of his duties.
0: Yeah, obviously the game on Christmas Day was uh, on national television in the US for people listening in Ireland, the UK and Europe. It was obviously the main game, the only game on then as well. And a lot of people watched it in Ireland and the UK, especially. Nick. And I guess I'll start off for people listening to this podcast on a, on a general sense because they support many different teams. Um, You know, this was announced on Monday. The GM, George Payton, is not... Overseeing the next uh, head coaching hire, the owner, the Walton Penner family, will be. Um, do you read anything into that? Nick, in terms of it's not going to be George Payton making the hire. Um, do you think that's a good thing or a bad thing? And that, and that's me genuinely just asking in a the most positive way possible because. For me, surely it would make sense to have some sort of input from George Payton, or do you think it's a good thing to have a different outlook on this?
1: Well, it is a, a interesting set of circumstances when you think about it, when you're not allowing George Payton to uh, weigh in on this whole head coaching search, considering the fact that he's your current GM. Now, here's what uh, it may get lead people to, what it's yeah, going to yeah, no do worth, is no give worth. the impression that the Penner family is not high on George Payton because they're going to make this decision. But I will warn everyone uh, from jumping to that conclusion, because we're talking about a Penner Walton family that they don't know too much about the game of football. They know business from a corporate standpoint, but that's entirely different than uh, understanding how that search actually goes. Now, well, Stan Crocky, who owns the Rams, would he help them in that process of finding a head coach? Maybe they would get a little influence uh, from, you know, Stan Crocky. But this is a situation that you have to include George Payton in this search and have somewhat of his input. Because if George Payton is, in fact, kept around, which I would assume that he would be because there was no there would be no other reason to relieve him of his duties. He would need to be on the same page with that head coach unless, and we've seen it done in the past, we've seen teams hire the head coach and that head coach has more power than the GM. For me, I've seen that happen and it's been a disaster. I'm hoping that that's not the road or the path that the Penner walton family is going down.
0: You've literally got into my next question. A guy that would make sense to me in in that way would be Sean Payton. Nick, I, I, I am a Broncos fan outside of this whole podcast situation. If you're Sean Payton right now, would you want to come into this situation in Denver where they are struggling at the moment and Russell Wilson obviously has struggled, but you would hope that with seven to nine months of an off-season program that we can embed him and get him, in, get him into the offense that he wants to be in? Do you think this is the right move for Sean Payton at this time or do you think it's realistic to try and get him on board?
1: Absolutely. Who wouldn't want to inherit the Denver Broncos organization? It's not as though that you are the Carolina Panthers and you're inheriting a lot of their uh, issues in upper management. Uh, Sean Payton would be a great choice for the Denver Broncos. And he will look at this position because he wants to get back into coaching. He wants to have a veteran quarterback that can move the ball. But he left the New Orleans Saints because Drew Brees retired. They didn't have any quarterback option. His only quarterback option was Taysom Hill, a guy that he paid uh, a King's ransom to stay there and to be a kind of a, a slash type quarterback. Now you have a defense. Then all you have to do is retool your offensive line. He's already worked well with Drew Brees, a quarterback who was under six feet, a guy who was not mobile. You get a guy under six feet and a guy who is still, Mobile, and you can kind of groove and refine him. And everything that most people have said that Russ is washed and no skill set, you know, Sean Payton would be the best person to come in and handle that situation. The first thing he would do, first and foremost, he would just kind of rebuild that offensive line. Then he's going to go out and get some other impact wide receivers. He already has a guy in Jerry Judy who, was, in my opinion, has moved into that wide receiver one role. Courtland Sutton had that role, hasn't really stepped into it and taken advantage of it. So now he now has to back, has, you know, take a back seat to Jerry Judy and show that he can earn that number one spot. So that that, that is what I think that Sean Payton would actually do uh, with his uh, offense moving forward. And he would be, if I had a vote, I don't. He would be the first guy that I would go after.
0: I've got two more quick ones for you, Nick. Uh, First one is about the DC and Evero, obviously not going to be the interim head coach. Are you surprised that going by sources online anyway, are you surprised that he didn't take the opportunity or do you think he's destined maybe for a role outside of Denver after this season?
1: Well, I'm, yeah, I'm definitely surprised uh, by that because for me, he was uh, the next man on deck and and maybe he didn't take it. And maybe he wasn't considered due to his close relationship with Nathaniel Hackett because they were college teammates. This was kind of their dream job. If one of those guys got a head job, he was, they were bringing the other guy along. But uh, for me, I'm a little disappointed. I'm sure there's a lot of guys in that locker room who are disappointed that uh, Azure Ero did not get the interim head coaching job because usually when a guy gets that interim head coaching job, we get a chance to see what things might look like under that individual as a head coach. And they have an opportunity to really showcase their abilities and show the organization. I've earned the right to be considered to even in interview for the head coaching job. The Broncos definitely didn't do that. So Azura Evero could find himself on sort the of out going to somewhere else. But I'll tell you this he's still one heck of, heck of a defensive coordinator and those guys in the locker room, they truly love it.
0: The last one I have for you, man, is, is, in in my opinion, a really interesting one. We've seen last year some of the guys at the Broncos brought in to talk to, Kevin O'Connell, Don Quinn, loads of different coaches with different experiences. How long do you think this process will go on for? Do you think we'll be sitting here post Super Bowl still talking about who they might bring in, or do you think it'll go on for a while? And obviously, as well, rumors of Sean Payton having Vic Fangio as his DC and his next team—that would be that would be stunning, wouldn't it? Having Vic Fangio back in Denver as the DC.
1: Well, that would be uh, odd for a lot of reasons. And if Sean Payton ends up being the head coach, he would have to answer a lot of questions as far as that concern. But I'll say this. Even though Vic Fangio wasn't uh, a great head coach, he still was a good defensive coordinator. But the problem was his relationship and how was that relationship with his players. Have they forgiven him? Has he changed? That would be a very interesting dynamic because a lot of individuals in the media would pull on that coattail and that string every single game. Why are you bringing this guy back but still at the same time? I'll say this. Some guys are best suited to be coordinators and not head coaches because now you have to stand at the podium, answer a lot of questions, and be personable. And some guys are not used to that. And Vic Fangio is one of those guys. He's used to being in the background. You know, If if we were talking about a boy band, he's not standing out front. He's not Justin Timberlake. He's one of the other guys in NSYNC that's in the background. So that's where Vic Fangio is, uh, is and will be but it would, it would make things really interesting here if that was the case uh, for for the Denver Broncos. It's
0: going to be another off-season of fun and nonstop talk, Nick. Uh, where, where can people find you if they're in Ireland or in the UK if they'd like to hear your thoughts, not just in the Broncos, but the NFL in general, man?
1: You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at, at Nick Ferguson25, but you also can check out the Touchdown Denver podcast wherever you receive your podcast. And if you want to listen this week, I will be on KOA, the sports zoo here in Denver, uh, and everything will be there posted on podcast if you want to check that out. But that's where you can find me. It's going to be really interesting. Press conference tomorrow. It's going to be interesting here in Denver.
0: There's never a dull moment, Nick, is there? Here, thanks so much, man, for your help. Happy New Year as well, and uh, really appreciate the time, and uh, enjoy the last two weeks of the season, Nick.